Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Life Point. I'm Pastor Tom Doherty, and I'm glad you're listening today. And I hope today will be a fantastic day for you. I hope that you will have the opportunity to touch a life for Jesus, that people will see Jesus in you, and that you will be able to uh, show them by who you are that Jesus lives in you. God has a great plan for all of us, and we just got to be willing to listen and do as he has laid on our hearts to do. You know, I enjoy in our church, we have a small group ministry, and so on Wednesday nights or Tuesday nights, whatever night your small group is, you meet with oh maybe a dozen people, and, and you just share truths. This last week, we just shared openly and honestly with each other, and it was such a joy to hear uh, people share about how God is working in their lives. And so many times you don't even recognize that God is doing something, that God has touched somebody through you. If you knew all the seeds that you have planted, I think you might be amazed. And we want to be available for God to work in us so that this world can be changed for him. Our Heavenly Father, thanks for another day. Thanks for another bunch of great listeners listening today. Lord, you know their heart, you know their mind, you know all about them. And God, be with them, be near them, speak to them. Show us your truth today in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, you know, Jesus, he networked with people of all backgrounds. It didn't matter who they were. He wasn't particular. He didn't go to the wealthy and just seek them out. He didn't go to the poor and just seek them out. He didn't go to the business people or the or the shepherds to seek them out. You know, he went to everyone. Of course, a lot of his disciples were fishermen, people of everyday life, not wealthy people, just normal, every, any, any and everyday individuals. You know, but he, he networked with everyone. In fact, Proverbs uh, chapter 18, verse 15 The great Solomon said this, The heart of the discerning acquires knowledge, for the ears of the wise seek it out. The ears of the wise seek out knowledge. The question we have to ask ourselves in our lives, do we seek out knowledge? Do we seek out to know more about Jesus? You know, there... The Bible is, of course, the greatest resource that we can have, and we need to live by it. In fact, I'm the Proverbs, which I read today, Proverbs is filled with wisdom uh, quotes from Solomon. And they are very important because they make a lot of sense, even years and years later. And then there's been a lot of books written, a lot of different uh, books written by Christian people that have make a lot of sense. God uses people to speak to us in different ways. At one time in my life, I was reading books fast and furious, and now I've slowed down. I haven't been reading as much, but I need to because I get so blessed by reading books and and learning what how God is working in other people because God works in all of us in mysterious ways. And you, you hear about those through the grapevine every once in a while, and it's, it's kind of fun to hear that you didn't realize that you touched somebody's life, and, and you did. And, and um, I'm, I, I know God wants to use you, wherever you're at. Maybe you work in a, 
in a restaurant and maybe you are a cook in the back room. Maybe God gives you an opportunity to just talk to your staff. You know, maybe it's a, you work at a gas station or something like that or or just maybe in a bank and you're in you're in the back office. I don't know what it might be. There's, maybe it's road construction. Maybe you're handling one of those crazy stop signs uh, that I have all these these flaggers. Maybe you're a flagger. If you're a flagger, you know, a hey, flag to the glory of God, you know, and don't get mad at people. Like, and if you see me on the road, please wave and say hi. Don't uh, tell me anything else because I know flaggers, for some reason, I just attract them. It's a strange thing, <laughs> but uh, we, live in a, we live in a crazy world. And I was so fortunate because I've, I've told you a zillion times how I just watched my father operate and, and my mother, but especially my father, you know, in the world. It just, it was about people. It was just about being with people and loving people, loving people who are who they are. You know, I am so thankful uh, for that influence. And I think my daughter, I've told you this before, she's picked that up too because she just loves people and is not a judge of people. I mean, she's an amazing, amazing young lady. And I just, uh, I, I just, I want to be more that way. I want to love people sincerely. I don't want to judge them. That's between them and God. Sin is sin. We know what sin is because the Word of God lays it out. It's clear as a bell. You know when you've sinned. And the Bible says this in Romans, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So everybody is a sinner saved by grace, saved by God's sending Jesus Christ to the cross and us believing in him and believing that he died and that he rose again and that we will see him one day and every eye is going to see him. Every single person will see him and every single person will stand before him. And we need to be ready for that, not to live in fear of it. You don't need to live in fear. You just need to believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and live like you believe. It's easy to say, I believe in something, but uh, you know, you might, <laughs> you might have an opportunity someday, I hope you don't really, but uh, to, to walk a tightrope across a canyon or something like that, and, and you come up there, you say, oh, I believe I could do that. I'm pretty sure I could do that. And so when somebody said, comes and says, hey, here's an opportunity. You want to do this? <laughs> There's not a chance. Man, I don't want to fall. I don't want to take a chance. But we say we believe, and a lot of people do that with their Christianity. They say they believe, but the truth of the matter is they don't live like it. Well, you know, greatness is everywhere. People have different contributions. You know, I'm, I believe you need different kinds of input in your life. Someone needs what you possess. You need something that someone else has. They can contribute to your life. You know, life is a sum total of just many experiences. Just learn from those experiences. I think some of the people that have really learned and grown over the years are people that, that – uh, they write down, they, they journal, they journal things they do and about their lives and they can go back and look later and they can see how God has used them. You know, because our personalities all differ. My wife and I are kind of night and day. I'm one of those people that, uh, man, I'm, I'm, I just love being around people. I want to be around people. I, I, I talk a lot and, uh, and listen. I try to listen 
a lot where my wife, she's more of a listener and she's not somebody that's going to go out in the public and, and just stir up conversations with somebody randomly. But she's awesome one-on-one. She's awesome in a smaller group where she's comfortable. But, you know, she was kind of raised as an environment of her family and I've raised the environment of my family. I'm a lot like my father and my mother and my two older brothers and my 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 other older brother. He was He was a little more quiet, but you get to know him. Dan, he's the one that... Uh, was a writer for Christian Living Magazine in the Outdoor Life with Doherty. He is a wonderful Christian man, but he's a lot quieter, a little different in personality than the other three of us. The other three of us are pastors, and we just, I, we just, it's easy for us to be in the public eye, you know. But look at what Jesus surrounded himself with. Well, a tax collector, a physician, you know, Luke, fisherman, and Peter. A woman who had been possessed with seven devils, woman caught in adultery, all sorts of people he surrounded himself. Nicodemus, Zacchaeus, some were poor, some were wealthy, some were very energetic, others were very passive, some were explosive like Peter, others like James were logical. You know, and you think about your life, who do you surround yourself with? I mean, I could... I have, we all have an inner circle of friends. I have an inner circle of friends, and I think my staff uh, at church, not my staff, Pastor Allen's staff that I'm a part of, I think we're all pretty close because we we share with each other and, and have a lot in common. But we surround ourselves with people, and, and, and it's blending of our personalities. It's a blending of who we are, you know? Uh, like I said, I'm more of that extrovert. And Alan tells me that he's more of a, he's not as much extrovert as he comes across. He says he has to work very hard at it. I mean, when you see him and recognize, it's, it feels like he's an extrovert, but he says he really isn't. It just takes a lot of work, but he sure touches people's lives by who he is. And then our then our Pastor Max, you know, even who's been on the radio too, he has a little extrovert in him, but he's also a little introvert too. He's he's someone that he relates kind of both, but he's not somebody who's going to walk up to you on the street and start just chatting with you about anything. But he's somebody that once you start chatting with him, you're going to hear a lot of knowledge because he's very he's very scriptural savvy and he's very uh, sharp that way, and uh, he's awesome. Then. Pastor Brandon, you got the same same type of thing. Is he's he's a he's a sharp kid and, and just a smiley, happy kid, uh, but yet he's not somebody I don't think is going to chase somebody down in the middle of somewhere and start creating conversations with uh, with people. And then they got D, our worship uh, director. She's amazing because she she is. She talks to everybody and has a lot of friends and puts together a lot of things for people to get to know each other. Very, very uh, sharp woman. Pastor Dewey, he's more like I am. He's a little more outgoing. He talks more than I do. And he's, but he, you know, so we all, we all are different. And God wants to use all of us. Jesus networked with people of all backgrounds. And he wants to use you for who you are. And he wants to put you in a place that you can be used. And I think he's using you, but sometimes you don't think about it. So I want you to think about that today. That's your assignment. You know, think about how God is using you. Think about ways that God can use you more. And realize that you are his creation and you can deal with a lot of different people. You know, pray that God gives you wisdom to recognize that uh, he can use you to invest in others' lives. I pray that God directs you this day. Lord, bless your people.
open up their heart and mind, put people in their way that they can minister to. We love you. We give you thanks. In Jesus' name, amen. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.